Thanks for tuning in to the Lean 911 podcast where you'll have a voice directly from the Gemba. I will rely on my three decades of lean successes as well as my failures to answer your most challenging questions regarding your lean transformation. I'm your host, Mark Deluzio, President and CEO of Lean Horizons Consulting and the Principal Architect of the Danaher Business System. Looking forward to your questions now. Let's go to the Gemba. Hi, Mark Deluzio back at you with episode 21. And this is the fourth part of a five-part series on problem solving. Uh, broke it up into a bunch of different pieces. We'll probably have more sessions much later uh, in the in the podcast journey. But right now I have five pieces of problem solving I want to talk to you about. And today the fourth module in problem solving is called leading and lagging indicators. And you probably have heard what those are before. Uh, as I go around and look at the different approaches to lean, most lean today has resolved itself to becoming a bunch of Gemba boards where we put up these great big boards and we waste everybody's time in the morning for the most part going from board to board to board to board to show leadership and give everybody the impression that we're doing lean. And I'm going to talk a lot more about these Gemba boards because I think they have become a cancer uh, and and they are taking us away from what really lean is all about, which is Kaizen, the fundamentals of standard work, real standard work, which I've talked about in other podcasts, and also problem solving. And again, I want to go back to what I learned in Japan on my very first trip to Toyota in 1990, where a senior executive at Toyota said, a world-class company is defined by how well they can solve problems. Even the great Toyota, he said, has problems. But we only solve our problems once. And again, I have one episode on problem fixing versus problem solving. But let's talk about these lagging indicators and leading indicators because I see this all the time on Gemba boards. I would say 90%, if not more, of the measures that we use on these Gemba boards as we track all kinds of different data, safety data, quality data, delivery, you know, cost data, whatever it is, this data primarily fall into the bucket of lagging indicators. So let's talk about lagging and leading indicators and why we really need to get to the leading indicator aspect of our measures to, to really truly solve problems. Okay. So I'm going to share my screen if you're watching on YouTube. If not, don't worry, you won't miss much. And right now I am showing a slide of losing weight. Again, you if you know me, you probably know that I love to talk about real life situations and bring lean into our own real life uh, scenarios. Because I've always said we lead more of a lean life than we do in business for a lot of different reasons. And one of those reasons is how we're compensated, how we're measured, how we're evaluated, right? And that was the whole genesis of lean accounting, which I'll have some podcasts on going down the line as well. Okay. So, because uh, the traditional lean accounting or cost accounting, I should say, are measures that just cause anti-lean behaviors. So let's look at leading and lagging indicators. Okay, so let's say you're losing weight. 
and you walk on the scale, and every day you measure yourself, whether you're up five pounds, you're down five pounds, whatever it is, and that's telling you whether or not you lost weight. That's looking in the rearview mirror, and it's a lagging indicator. You can't manage your weight just by looking at the scale. So what do you measure in, in, in return? Well, if you measure things like calorie intake, how much sleep do you get that does have an impact on your weight? Nutrition, exercise, those are leading indicators. So if I step on the scale and I say, geez, I'm up five pounds today, what happened? I can go back and if these are the right leading indicators, I should be able to tell that, hey, you know what? Not only didn't I didn't exercise yesterday, except for I only got three hours of sleep. And oh, yeah, by the way, I, I ate 6,000 calories. Well, that's not good. <clears throat> I could probably point to any one of those and say, that's probably why I went up five pounds. Okay. If I manage the leading indicators, I will, in fact, manage each time I step on that scale, I'll get the result I'm looking for most likely. Again, provided those are the right leading indicators, okay? So, so again, I'm not arguing that lagging indicators are something you should do away with, but ask yourself in your business as you look at all your different metrics, which, one are re which ones are really leading indicators and which ones are really lagging? Now, I'm going to give you a couple examples on the next couple of slides that I'll walk you through. The first example happens to be a manufacturing example, I guess it doesn't have to be manufacturing, but it has to do with safety. So many times we're measuring things like, like lost time accidents or safety incidences or whatever, you know, rear view mirror metric we might be looking at. Some companies measure the OSHA, you know, uh, you know, uh, lost accident, you know, measurement, which I think the OSHA measurement, by the way, is a horrible measurement to, to go by for a lot of different reasons. However, what are the leading indicators when it comes to safety? Well, how many times have I caught somebody without their right protective, uh, personal protective equipment? Safety glasses, shoe, uh, safety shoes, eyeglasses, uh, uh, ear protection, helmets if it's you know required. Those are the things I should be looking at, right? If I make positive movement in something like that, if I track, for example, near misses, am I tracking near misses? And then do something about those near misses so they don't turn into a last time accident. Unsafe practices, if I ever see any type of unsafe practices, well, we put mitigating factors in place to prevent those in the future. If I'm measuring those things, and again, if they're the right you know, leading indicators, I should see positive movement in my lost time accidents, which in this case, is my lagging indicator, okay? So that's one example for safety. I've got a commercial example. Let's say, for example, my quote win rate on orders is going down. I'm losing quotes. My percentage of loss, my loss analysis shows me that, you know, I'm continuing to lose quotes on a, on a declining basis. All right, well, you can argue that's a that's a, a lagging indicator. But let's look at some of the leading indicators. Well, maybe my quality is bad. And if I can fix my external quality, that might have an impact on my quote. Win, win rate. My branding. Maybe I'm producing some god-awful products that aren't branded very well. All right? 
Maybe I have long lead times. Maybe my packaging shows up damaged all the time uh, and I've got a poor you know, carrier. There's all kinds of things I could be looking at that could be the root cause as to why we are losing orders. Now, I have experience with, quote, win rates, and most of the time, people are going to say this. They're going to say, well, our costs were too high. Then you say, well, why, why was your cost impacted your win rate? Because they based their pricing on cost. They're not basing pricing on market-based uh, pricing, although they'll tell you they are, but they'll default back to cost. Most of the time, a customer will tell you, if you ask them, your price was too high. But usually there is other there are other reasons why that they won't tell you because price is the easiest thing for, for them to, you know, to tell you as to why you lost the order. All right. So what are your leading indicators? So again, it's not that difficult to figure out. I think you need to look at each and every one of your of your your measures and really drive what the leading indicators are. Now I can't tell you how many times I've seen us track, companies track on these Gemba boards or from some other fashion, all these metrics, whether they're leading or lagging, and they don't do anything with them because they don't perform Kaizen. They don't do problem-solving Kaizens. But they track the data, and they track it, and they track it, and they track it. And even if they have a favorable number to their goal, they can't tell you why, all right? They can't tell you why. So so it's not enough just to track leading indicators, which turn into, you know, these lagging measures. It's doing something with the data to make them better. And again, I, so many companies out there that I walk into who say they're doing lean, they have all their poster boards up on the wall, they have the T-shirts, they have their lean office, they have all this going on and they're not doing any Kaizen. I was in the, a debate with one uh, company uh, a little while ago, and they said to me, you know, well, Mark, geez, if it takes a month to prepare for a Kaizen, and we do six Kaizens a year, it's going to take us six months to prepare for these six Kaizens. I said, well, there's a couple things wrong with your premise. Okay, number one, if you're only doing six Kaizens in a year, don't even bother. That's number one. Number two, it doesn't take a month to prepare for Kaizens. Maybe your preparation time frame might take a month, but it's not a month worth of any one person's job to prepare for, for a Kaizen event. So building that muscle in terms of improvement is so key. And then focusing on the right things, which is really what this is all about. Am I really going to be driving the leading indicators that are going to give me the results I'm looking for from a lagging perspective? So again, all of this is important to think about. It's not that difficult to really conceptualize. I will challenge you to look at all of your metrics and ask what are the underlying leading indicators that are going to drive those numbers. And then once you understand those leading indicators, when you track them and they go haywire, whether it's against your goal or whether it's a trend or whatever, then you ask yourself, well, what am I doing about it? Am I doing Kaizen, problem-solving Kaizen, standard work? Whatever tool you need to improve that leading indicator, what exactly are you doing? And is are your changes process-based? Okay? So I'll stop here on, on this episode of problem solving, but this is kind of a big one because I see it all the time. All right? I see it all the time, whether or not 
a CEO is measuring EBIT or profits. Well, Jesus, so many things that affect profits, but what about the drivers of profits? What are they? How about productivity? We like to measure productivity all the time. So many people focus so much on productivity, regardless of if it's only 10% of your cost, they put more time into focusing on productivity than they do materials, which could be 70% of your cost. However, isn't productivity and output a lagging indicator for something called process? Maybe we have bad processes. And maybe we can't do one piece flow. We have quality problems, stockouts, machine downtime, supplier issues, all kinds of things that we we could be looking at from a leading indicator perspective that drives productivity. Productivity is an end result. Just like your financial returns are an end result. So we could focus on the scale all we want. However, guess what? You're not going to lose weight unless you're focused on the leading indicators. I'm Mark Delizio. Uh, please reach out to me at Mark, M-A-R-K, Mark at lean911.com. We'd love to take your uh, your questions, and we'll answer those on future podcasts. You can write me. I'll write you back. You can, uh, we can maybe set up a call if there's any, any, any uh, discussion you'd like to have. We'd love to talk to you about it. Okay, marketlean911.com, and our website is lean911.com for the podcast, and leanhorizons.com for Lean Horizons Consulting, which will get you to Lean Nine One One. Okay, thanks. Until next time, Mark Deluzio, episode 21, part four of Problem Solving, Leading and Lagging Indicators. We'll see you next time. Stay lean. Thanks for listening to the Lean 911 podcast. I'll be happy to address your questions or feedback on future episodes. Email me at mark at lean911.com. You can check out our other episodes by visiting our website at lean911.com, our YouTube channel, wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your host, Mark Deluzio. Thanks for listening.